pictures. It's your TikTok bubby, Ma Kitty S.J. Mendelssohn. And I'm going to talk about love matches today. Once again, but specifically Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Because I did read the book, and it's a great book. And, you know, I wanted to talk about the Leo woman. She's born August 4th. With the Virgo man, he's born September 15th. They're just three years different. So, And also the great uh, article by that great writer in the L.A. Times, Robin Arkarian. Sorry, Robin, but I'll read that afterwards. I'll talk about that afterwards. But I wanted to talk about this first because, you know, I promised to all of you I would continue to do Love stories. Love exciting and new. Come on board. We're expecting you. Okay, so it's the Leo woman and the Virgo man, okay? Peter could be exceedingly polite. Also, he rose and bowed to her beautiful, beautifully. She was much pleased and bowed beautifully to him from the bed. Okay, do you think perhaps that bowing before the lioness as she lies languidly in her bed is asking too much of her Virgo lover, friend, mate, husband? In a good marriage, all four terms apply and are interchangeable. Back to the question, it may possibly be asking too much of him, but it could never be an excessive homage to pay to her. I sense some of you smiling, others laughing aloud in disbelief. Never mind, astrology was, will, as always, have the last word. Because you know I believe in astrology. Those males of any sun sign whatsoever who are reading this and who have a Leo wife, I double, triple dare you to try it tomorrow morning. Don't startle her. Suddenly, begin by bringing her breakfast in bed on a tray. If it's only fruit juice and tea or coffee, she may evidently, okay, she may evidence surprise by a discreetly raised eyebrow, but she'll thank you gracefully. And that very moment, drop to your knees on the floor beside her, projecting a blend of half jesting, half earnestness. Take her hand, place it against your cheek, and say softly, this is the only way I can think of to show you how much you mean to me. However, stagey or dramatic it may sound, I don't care who she is, if she's a Leo woman, <clears throat> unless she was adopted and usually a Capricorn, actually, in which case she'll believe you've gone mad. This lady will smile her very brightest smile, her eyes will glow, her cheeks will turn pink with pleasure. And she'll look at you with so much love, you'll be momentarily stunned and forget all about feeling foolish. Try it and see for yourself. There's not a lioness anywhere in the world that sort of scene would embarrass. It's really astonishing how casually and graceful, gracefully a Leo will accept any display of worship as perfectly natural and right. Some Leos demand it. All of them just, by the way, I have a Leo rising. I'm just saying. So a lot of this is true for me. And then my best friends have always been Leo women. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Some Leos demand that all of them desire it and not a one of them will ever refuse it. That's an absolute fact. Now, you can picture a woman with such an overwhelming need to be adored in love with a Virgo man who also loves her. That's Prince Harry. Yet who finds it difficult to select a sentimental card for her birthday, is too shy to even glance at her affectionately in front of others, let alone hold her hand or put his arm around her when anyone else is looking. A Virgo who only says I love you to his lioness maybe once a year, who scolds her about her extravagance constantly. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> okay. Insisting that she add and subtract every cancel checked on the calculator while she's just standing there before him, before him bravely, too proud to cry, wearing a new sweater, a new hairstyle, a different shade of lipstick, her eyes begging him in vain to tell her she looks beautiful. Have you pictured it? You have, and it makes you sad. Wait, there's another sad picture to paint. Hang on to your hanky. A Virgo man <coughs> can actually suffer from vertigo and high blood pressure when he's forced to live in the midst of clutter and confusion. This man might have, must have order in his life and his surroundings or his nervous system goes haywire. Practical and conservative by nature, unless the moon or ascendant in his nativity is aspired or air sign. I'd have to check out with the time he was born, Prince Harry, to really zero in on this. He abhors waste and extravagance. He worries about his health, frets over details when his patterns are broken or even momentarily interrupted. It brings on dizziness and a tightness in the chest. He panics when his personal possessions are mislaid or destroyed. Loud voices and dramatic emotional scenes tear at his tranquility. His gentle, somewhat introverted and sensitive. Therefore, he's gentle, I meant. Therefore, when something humiliates him, he nearly wishes he was dead or at least mercifully unconscious. That's Harry, okay? Now picture a man possesses such set habits, such methodical ways and delicate emotional stability in love with the lioness, who also loves him, yet insists on spending twice as much money as they both earn to buy every luxury she sees that appeals to her. Well, first of all, don't forget, Megan worked on suits for how many years? Six to eight years. So she had her own money. She didn't need anything from him. You know, so there you go. <clears throat> As they both earn to buy every luxury she seals that cheese that appeals to her, rearranges his desk and his bureau periodically and throws out his favorite socks and ties as if the colors should happen to displease her without bothering to tell him. Add a few more brush strokes to the picture. Imagine this warm and loving lioness unconsciously and thoughtlessly leaving her makeup on the bathroom sink, carefully strewing her negligees around the bedroom as though she expected a team of servants to make it all neat and tidy, becoming annoyed with a Virgo man when he's offended her dignity in some minor way and punishing him with a Leonine lecture in front of the plumber or the parakeet. Can you imagine the feelings of this sensitive male creature when she tells some tales about her old boyfriends at night. Who's coming in? Is that my kitty cat? Get out of here, you little rascal. 
I'm going to lock the door because I think that was just Lulabell coming in. Right? Right. <laughs> Let me lock the door here. That Lulabell, well, they want to come in, those cats. You know. And Lulabell, <laughs> Lulabell is a Leo and Petey is a Virgo. So there you go. <laughs> okay. So when he's offended her dignity, okay. Can you imagine the feelings of this sensitive man, creature, when she tells him tales about her old boyfriends at night? Oh, my God. Where? <laughs> ah, just before they go to bed, while he's standing there before her, humbly wearing the pajamas she stained with bleach. I don't believe that Megan would do any of this. With a large rip down the side, he awkwardly tried to sew himself, resulting in one leg four inches shorter than the other. Mm -hmm. Nervously aware as she's reciting her romantic episodes of yesterday. I don't believe she ever did this. So That the alarm clock is broken, which means he might oversleep and be late for work the next morning. Trying to forget that she smashed the rear fender on the car that afternoon and didn't mail in the insurance payment last month because she was involved in redecorating the den, which forced him to take out a second mortgage on the house to pay for it. You won't need any further imagination to know what will happen after the foregoing scene when the lights go out. The lioness will be wounded because her mate falls instantly asleep in the manner of one enduring a complete nervous collapse without kissing her goodnight. It's even possible that she'll be more offended in the morning because the poor man talked in his sleep all night long and it kept her from getting her proper rest. It's all his fault, she tells him, as she gazes in the mirror and sees dark circles under his, her eyes. Yes, these are all extremes of behavior, but the extremes are helpful as warn warnings to a man and woman who must be more careful of one another's Achilles heels if they expect to nourish, not starve, the love they felt when they first met. The self-centeredness, self-centeredness, vanity, and pride of a lioness are magically transformed into gracious consideration and loving generosity when she's properly pampered and adored. We leave, because I have a Leo rising, and I love that. When her own feelings are respected, yes, even revered, just as the fussy fault-finding and cool detachment of the Virgo man is magically transformed into tender solitude, into a calmer and at the same time a more friendly, outgoing manner, when he's courteously treated and genuinely appreciated rather than constantly agitated. If he wants to make this relationship work, he must realize at the outset that he'll have to curb his natural inclination to be critical, if not forego it altogether. To criticize this woman is to guarantee trouble. Her Leo pride <clears throat> makes it more painful than he could ever comprehend or than she'll ever know. Her Leo pride to accept even the slightest criticism. <clears throat> One might think it would be easier to take from the man who loves her. Not so with the Leo woman. It hurts her even more when the man she cares about finds fault with something she does or says with her appearance or her personality. See, I have a cat, two cats. One's a Leo, one's a Virgo. So there you go. 
The only way to change the lioness is through subtle hints using the utmost tact. Never be outright criticism, and certainly not by nagging. She must be allowed to retain the illusion that she's more or less above reproach. What one doesn't tell a monarch she's wrong. One very carefully suggests um, a better plan. At first, such a total curbing of his critical instincts will frustrate the Virgo man, but he'll simply have to get used to it or resign himself to, to the inevitability that the lioness be captured, he captured will escape from the combining cage of his criticisms to wander free again. Okay. Naturally, she has to come off her throne and meet him halfway. She should never argue with him at meal times when he's eating his lentils and garbanzo beans. And by the way, I just had my dinner last that I had from last night, Maria's Italian kitchen. And I warmed it up. It was so good. The rigatoni and butter sauce in there. Fabulous, fabulous salad. So I mixed it all up. Mishmash. Okay. If she cares enough to take trouble to understand his personal emotional metabolism, how he feels obligated to solve every minor and major problem, problem that crosses his path because he believes that if everything isn't fine and perfect, his world will fall apart. Her generous heart will find a way to unwrinkle his brow and smooth away many of his tensions. She might remind him that perfection itself is an imperfection, removing the charm of contrast from light. All the exciting textures worn by light and shadow, leaving only a flat surface, dull and exciting. But she should explain these things to him gently, not arrogantly, taking care to respect his opinions too. And really listening to what he says when they talk instead of simply waiting for her turn to be heard. <laughs> Unless there, there's both mental and emotional communication between them, they can't expect their sexual union to be and everything it should be and could be. There will be times when his lovemaking is too, I don't believe this about Harry, is too unresponsive and mechanical for her spontaneous desires Then her visible disapproval will add to his humiliation and discouragement. Her icy aloofness can be a sexual depressant and his silent Virgo criticism isn't exactly nature's most effective aphrodisiac either. He needs, his, needs to allow himself more freedom and enthusiasm in his sexual expression to know that lovemaking is meant to be an intimate sharing with no fear of rejection, not a simple, not simply a guarded partial release of feeling that the overwhelming experience of physical blending between a man and a woman is more than simply a controlled exchange of affection. She needs to realize that passion can sometimes be a quiet thing, like a whisper. Often all it takes to join their hearts and bring them together total fulfillment they're capable of achieving is a change of attitudes and a little extra effort in understanding one another's deeper needs, which are not so different as they may seem. Because they're influenced by the 212 vibration, he may in some way resent, represent either a, the cats at the door, I'm trying to get in, a material or emotional security to her. To her. 
whether she senses there are many life lessons of happiness to be learned from this intelligent, conscientious man. He's sure to grow more tenderly tolerant of her independent, impulsive temperament as they become more familiar. If she's patient, she'll notice that he takes a shy pride in her beauty and accomplishments. The love between Leo and Virgo is like a flame that burns slowly but steadily, brighter every year if it's carefully tended and shielded from the winds of selfishness. He's a strangely remote man, sometimes extremely sensitive, and other times stubbornly insensitive with a stern symmetry to his emotional patterns. But his spirit lives in a peaceful stillness. The cool marble halls of his reflections are a restful place for her own spirit to visit. And sometimes he does things in his quiet manner, which are really extraordinarily touching. When their life together threatens to become a little too neat and precise, it's up to her to impulsively throw open the window so the sun can shine, can pour in and give their love a more mixed feeling. I wonder what would happen if she surprised him by bringing him breakfast in bed some morning. It should be very early before dawn because he might think of a special way to thank her that could take a long time and she'll have to be sure if it doesn't make him late for work. I don't know what you all think about that, but certainly I'm just fascinated by them. You know, the Leo-Virgo relationship of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Some of them wanted to be an honest ship and others were in favor of keeping it a pirate. But the captain treated them as dogs and they dare not express their wishes to him, even in a round robin. Wow. Interesting. So when the luminaries and ascendants between their birth charts are in harmonious aspect, the big cat and the female or female virgin will waltz, waltz down the yellow brick road, grinning at each other and tossing posies as they happily and hopefully as we mortals are capable of being with Leo strumming the ukulele and Virgo playing the piccolo, serenely singing their song in tune. If it goes out of key for a few bars, Virgo will immediately blow the proper note on a pitch pipe, correct the situation, and all will be melodious between them again. As Leo beams in affectionate approval, however, before we follow them to the Emerald City, these lucky ones, we should pause and give a hand to the Leo Virgo pairs who may have stumbled over a loose brick and need our help. Wow. And I still believe, reading the Harry book, that just like this, this wonderful woman who writes an op-ed in the LA Times, privileged and tormented and finally unshackled, that's Harry. Spare is gracious, harsh, self-pitying, self-deprecating, and self-aware. Spare is not exactly the book it's been portrayed to be. Yes, there's plenty of score settling, but it's nuanced. So if you haven't read the book, you have to read it. And I think Meghan Markle is Prince Harry's savior. She saved his life from a terrible life that he was experiencing, right? As if being considered a spare child isn't insulting enough. Here are some of other ways that Prince Harry describes his family's view of him. In the new memoir, The Shadow, 
the support, a nullity. And of course, he saves his venom for the insatiable paparazzi who have made his entire life a hellish game of cat and mouse. They are, he writes, like ants, wild dogs, a pack of monsters, grotesque people, clinically disposable sadists, as they chased his mother and her partner at the time into that tunnel and then into that pillar. And that was the end of her. Monsters. That's what the paparazzi are. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just an old lady who does TikTok and, you know, podcasts and put my opinions out there. But if you want to know how I feel, I think they definitely caused a death. And the driver was, you know, fucked up, drunk, or whatever the hell he was. And he just, you know, and they didn't have their fucking seatbelts on in the back seat. What were they doing? I can only imagine. I hope they were having fun. I mean, I've been in the back seat of a limo, and, and I've had fun, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but they lived their life, you know, and they died that way. And, you know, he is more like his mother than he is like his father. He's sensitive. He cares about people, Prince Harry. He loves his wife and his kids. He is definitely a humanitarian. He cares about people. He cares about people who are sick. He cares about the aged. He just generally cares about people. And I'm glad they opened up, you know, they opened up that old chest of drawers that's been stuck in Windsor Palace for 150,000 fucking years. So, you know, everything could get out, you know? Anyway, and that Camilla, don't get me started on her. You know how I feel about her. Three in a marriage, right? Didn't have the balls to marry Camilla when he was young. You know, Ma, Pa, I love this girl. Yeah, well, we'll find you a virgin for you to marry. And then do what you want, a virgin who can give you kids. So, <laughs> you know how I feel about these things, right? Anyway, this has just been an amazing book, a revelation. I love the two of them together. They're a perfect match. So I just wanted to tell you all that, you know, find your perfect match. My husband's a Gemini Cancer. I'm a, a, a Libra with a Leo rising. I forget what his rising sign is, but, you know, we're a good match. We've been together for almost February 1st. will be 20 fucking years Ed and me are, are together. So just find your match. And, you know, about all about love. This This is my month of love and talking about it loving it, loving you all. And if no one told you they love you today, I love you because you're you. Don't forget to be yourself. Who else are you going to be? Mwah. Tomorrow.